As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. It's on the way. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's good. It's oh, my good. goodness. It's good. They win it. They win it. Are you kidding me? What a game. Woo! This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, John Lunsford and Jerry Young. And welcome in to another week of high school football right here on Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young, joining you as always as we look to recap this past week and look ahead to the week ahead. This is the final week of region play before we take a break for uh, what is week five. It'll be the sixth week of the season for most teams, and some will take it off. Some will play a non-region game before we get back into things in week six. That's when we'll start our bracketology as well, kind of looking ahead to how teams are falling within the brackets, moving into the playoffs. But it was the fourth uh, game of the season for most teams, and we saw Thompson taking on Spain Park. Kind of wondered how that game would be. Thompson hadn't given up a point all season long so far, 255 nothing wins and then a 58 nothing win over Tuscaloosa County in their first region game. Close to the same result against Spain Park. Spain Park did finally put points on the board against Thompson, though. Yeah, I think Thompson fans were aggravated about two things. One, they didn't score over 50, and two, they let somebody score a field goal on them. So, you know, that's uh, that's how you win championships, though. Uh, I've noticed a lot of the mistakes were cut out this past game, which was good, but they won 49-3, to so that was great. Also, John, we talked about teams last week. You know, T.R. Miller hit their milestone, 700 wins in their program. Guess what? This week, right behind it, Fayette County, they get 700 wins. And the interesting thing about that is they lost four games, I believe it was, at the end of last year. They would have been the first team in Alabama to 700 wins but couldn't buy one at the end of the season. Then they start this season. Of course, T.R. Miller continues to win, and they beat them to the 700 club. But both of those uh, schools in, in Alabama, great football programs. No doubt, and uh, I guess the race to 800 is a little closer now since they're both around 700 at about the same time. A lot of other big games going on last week uh, in 7A Region 3. Specifically, you had a close game there between Oak Mountain and Vestavia. Sean Calhoun still looking for that first win. Didn't quite get it. Oak Mountain wins that one 24-14. But these teams are all kind of fighting for that fourth spot in 7A Region 3. You have Thompson at the top. You have Hoover sitting there right behind him, who also struggled a little bit last week before uh, having a really good second half. And then you have Hewitt Trustville sitting in third. We'll be at Hewitt and Thompson this week. We'll preview that in a second. But Oak Mountain has been that fourth team. That That's the team we assume will be the fourth team. Vestavia played them close. Vestavia's had a couple close games. They just can't get over the hump and get that first win. I think that's the key right there. Vestavia's looking for something this year. And they did play Oak Mountain close. Oak Mountain undefeated, but they came within 10 points of them. That's a positive, believe it or not. Hoover is the other team people look to, not only in 7A Region 3, but the whole state. They actually were struggling against Gaston City early on. I actually read the score off at halftime. It was 14-9, to and then Hoover brought 16-14, stayed there for a little while. Ended up being 44-17. to I mean, it, it ended up being a huge blowout, but that does not tell the story of the game. And so you kind of wonder... What's Hoover actually got this season? Yeah, and, you know, Hoover plays every game like Hoover plays, okay? You go back to what you were just talking about, Hewitt Trustful. I think Hewitt Trustful plays to their competition. Hoover doesn't do that. Hoover plays their game, and I'm curious to see how Hewitt Trustful, uh, to go back to that game, is going to play this week against Thompson uh and will they play up to their potential or will they exceed it? But you're right, Hoover – 
44 to 17 over Gadsden City. Gadsden City just really struggling this year as well. To move on into 7A down to Region 2, Smith Station couldn't stay with Prattville. They continued to roll on Prattville with one loss. And as we mentioned, you know, every week that Prattville is a strong team, it makes the state stronger. So that kind of wraps up the 7A. In other games, uh, UMS Wright beat St. Paul 24 to 13. Good win for them. Bibb County stays undefeated. They beat Montevallo in 4A Region 3 by a score of 35 to 13. John, a game very close to both of us. Homewood and Chelsea, what a ball game. Yeah, so I got a text from uh, our friend Ryan Brown who uh, has a daughter that goes to Chelsea. And so I said, hey, keep me up to date while we're doing the Thompson game. And so he texted me, hey, it's 14 nothing, And I said, well, who's winning? And he's like, John, Homewood. That's why I'm texting you an update because they're up. And he texted me at halftime, 28 to nothing. And I said, okay, Homewood's got this in the bag. I'm not going to pay any more attention. Well, as our game's wrapping up, the game's pretty much over. Thompson got out to a big lead. So he starts texting me again and says, okay, it's getting closer. Okay, it's getting closer. Okay, it's getting closer. And as I'm pulling out of the stadium uh, there in Alabaster, he's sending me a text saying, hey, it's 37 to 29. They're driving down the field to score the game-winning touchdown. They score a touchdown. He said, now they're going for two. They missed it, so that's why the score was 37-35. Chelsea couldn't get that final two-point conversion, but they came all the way back from a 28-0 deficit at halftime to bring that back and almost win that game. So probably a playoff team there, uh, that fourth playoff team at a Region 5. It'll have, it'll have Mountain Brook, Briarwood as the top two teams. Probably Homewood third. We'll see how the rest of their season goes. We'll see if Shades Valley can work their way in. Like they did last year, even though they were only 3-7. and seven. But Chelsea seems to be that fourth team there. You know, in a, in a region over in 6A, 6A Region 6, Clay Chalkville, Gardendale. This was a game that, you know, Gardendale, we're waiting for them to kind of jump over that hurdle, that Clay Pinson hurdle, and they haven't quite done it yet. Lost to Pinson Valley um, a week before, and then Clay Chalkville comes in and just thumps Gardendale, 46 nothing. I mean, I think they're clearly the number one team in the state, it, it, 6A-wise. Um, I'd love to see them step up and play a Hoover or a Thompson just to see what the game would be like, but – um, I think Clay is by far and away the number one team in the state. They're number two in the ASWA poll behind Spanish Fort, who's plenty good, don't get me wrong. But Clay has been absolutely dominant. To beat a team like Gardendale that bad, I mean, it, it's a phenomenal job that uh, Drew Gilmer is doing there. I agree, and I expected Gardendale to play him a lot tougher, so that shows the strength of, of Clay Chalkville. Uh One other 7A that we didn't talk about that happened last week, Foley lost to Fairhope. I thought Foley might be building that program back, and they are, but they lost 38-10. to 10. So that's a wrap-up of last week, John. And, you know, the most exciting game had to be the Homewood game, and it was so lopsided at one point that you very rarely get that. You know, it's it's like were there mistakes made by Chelsea that, that you know, when they went up 28 to nothing, when Homewood did – did they were they really that good and came back, or did Homewood just slack off and take their foot off the accelerator? What happened in that game? Yeah, you know, uh, obviously it wasn't there because we were at the Thompson game, but from what it sounds like, Homewood can get off to a good start. Look at McAdory the week before. They were up 15 nothing early in that game. The game was getting close to halftime, and then McAdory rattles off, I think, 19 straight, and they just absolutely blow past Homewood last uh, two weeks ago. So, They've started off strong. They start off with a, a big win over Hillcrest-Tuscaloosa. They beat Vestavia, a 7A Region 3 team. Then they fall to McAdory, almost give it up to Chelsea. They're playing Woodlawn this week, so that should be a win there before the break. But that second half of region play, when they have to play Briarwood and Mountain Brook, 
who knows what it'll be like. But those are games we'll look forward to in the second half of the season. We've got a lot of games coming up this week as well. We'll preview all those, including the game we'll be at, Thompson, Hewitt, Trustville. Also, Hoover taking on Oak Mountain, the two big games in the state right there in 7A Region 3 to determine some playoff seating. We'll have all that for you when we get back right here on Next Round Preps. At Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. Albritton and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care, or call them at 205-664-7610. Hey everyone, this is Chris Stewart, and I want to tell you about a show I'm proud to be a part of, spotlighting Alabama high school athletes. It's called High School Sports Weekly, presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic, and it can be found on Facebook Watch as well as YouTube. We release videos each month spotlighting athletes that have unique stories of triumph and perseverance, as well as coaches, family members, and teachers that have helped them along the way. We also spend time meeting players and coaches of all sports throughout the entire school year. So be sure to follow us on Facebook or just Google High School Sports Weekly to watch these amazing stories. That's High School Sports Weekly presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic. And welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young, previewing all the big games coming up this week in what is officially week four. It's the fifth week of the season, and it's the final week of region play before the break, before we get into the final half where teams will play four of their seven, if they have seven, region games. And, uh, Jerry, some big games coming up this week. We're going to start in Class 4A, though. Uh, two really, really solid teams. One of these teams you hear every single year when it comes to competition for the state championship and and surprisingly haven't made a ton of state t championship runs lately, but they're always there in the conversation. That's American Christian out in Tuscaloosa, not too far there from the campus of the University of Alabama. They're taking on Bibb County. They're hosting Bibb County, a team that's dropped down from 5A. They were successful in 5A. They've been really good in 4A. They're 4-0. Should be an incredible game. Yeah, Matt uh, Geo Hagen. I have trouble saying his name. Uh, since he's been at, at uh, Bibb County, he's 60 and 18. So he's a good football coach. And you're right, American Christian coming in with a 3 and 1 record. Bibb County coming in undefeated, 4 0. Uh, that 4A Region 3 is going to be a good matchup. In 5A game, Region 1, we go down there to look at 5A in the game that we think will be a good ball game this week. That's Faith Academy at, at uh, 3 and 1. They play at St. Paul's, who is only 1 and 3, which is, John, quite possibly the most surprising stat in uh, Alabama high school football is that St. Paul's is one in three after four games. Yeah, Faith Academy, a, a team that's been really, really good in 5A. And, and St. Paul's, are, they've moved back down from 6A after the competitive balance rule. And last week, falling to UMS right, like we talked about early on in the show. But if you would have said, hey, you know, I'll, I'll give you 100 to 1 odds that St. Paul's is one in three to start the season, I said, no, I still wouldn't take it because I never would have thought that would happen. Now, I, I would have thought a win they would have had would have been McAdory. They lost to McAdory, had to come up to McCullough, lost that one 21 to 7. Losing to Spanish Fort, I get Spanish Fort, you know, they are the number one team in 6A right now. They're definitely a top team, even though I do think Clay is the number one team in 6A. They lost that one 42 to 7, though. Not a close game at all. And then losing to UMS right last week, a team that has moved up 
due to the competitive balance rule, up to 5A, and looking to win that region, probably will win that region now that they've uh, won that game. We'll see what happens with Faith Academy and UMS Wright. The only win is over Williamson, a team that's dropped down from 5A from a couple years ago, and that was just 16-12. to So this is not quite the same St. Paul's team uh, that we've seen. So 1-3 versus 3-1, I would have switched the records if you had told me that was the this game, but we'll see what happens in this one. Faith Academy, very, very good. They're number five in the ASWA poll, and could potentially make a little bit of a run. We'll see what happens with a team like Pike Road, what happens with the team like St. Paul's and UMS, right? Moving on now to 6A, we'll go down to Region 3 uh, here locally where Pelham and uh, Helena take uh, take this game. Helena is 4-0, Pelham's 3-1. Good matchup, John. Yeah, they didn't get to play this game last year. That's why Pelham ended up winning the region. I think Helena probably would have ended up winning that, had a really solid team last season. Like you mentioned, they're undefeated right now. Pelham's only losses to Oak Mountain, the team that we'll talk about. They're about to take on Hoover. We'll, we'll talk about how they are going to probably be that fourth team in the playoffs. They were last year as well for Region 3. Other than that, they beat Calera, they beat Stano Belmore, and they beat Mortimer Jordan really bad. Another 6A team out of Region 6 for Helena. They beat Dallas County, not a great team. They beat Chelsea. We talked about they came back um, to, to give Homewood a game. They played Briarwood somewhat close, but other than that, Chelsea hadn't had uh, much this season. With Tumka, they beat 20-10, to kind of close. With Tumka, not quite as good. And they're beating Ben Russell as well, just like Pelham did. So this is a game I think that's going to be your region championship game. The winner here will be one. The loser will be two, I think. I like Helena in this one, even though they're on the road at Pelham. You have to go all the way, you know, what, a mile down the street to actually play Pelham. Helena, of course, splitting off of Pelham uh, a few years ago. And I, I like Helena in the spot they're in. I liked them last year, despite the fact they had to forfeit this game because of COVID. And that was one of the few things that COVID really affected when it came to region titles, playoff spots, stuff like that. Um, but this is revenge this year for them, so I'm looking forward to watching this game. Moving on to Class 7A, Daphne, a team that moved up from 6A in the latest reclassification, a really solid team, making deep runs, uh, competing for region titles in 6A Region 1. They're in 7A Region 1 for the second year. Derek Scott in his second year at Foley as they are 2-2. Two and two. This is a game that, looking at the records based on how the teams normally are, not something you'd expect to see. 1-2 and two Daphne versus 2-2 two and two Foley. But, um, you know, we've, we've talked every week about Foley's one of those teams you want to see make a comeback. You want to see at least be a playoff team. Especially now that McGill Tulin's out of that region, you, you trade basically trade them for Daphne. Um, Daphne been a good, solid defensive team. They've been a solid team. There was Spanish Fort and with Sarah Lynn in uh, 6A Region 1. Trying to make that playoff push now. Not sure if they're going to be able to in 7A Region 1. We'll see what they do as they travel to Foley. And this could potentially be for a playoff spot uh, when it comes to tiebreakers, when it comes to head-to-head at the end of the season. Moving into 7A Region 2, though, Prattville. You've talked about Prattville a ton. They're traveling to Dothan. Um, hadn't paid as much attention to Dothan since they've moved into this region after my former coach, Kelvis White, left, who is now at Bob Jones. Uh, but Prattville, this is a, a game they got to win if they want to try to have a home game. Yeah, and Smitty, uh, Smitty Grinder, everybody knows that name in Alabama, a very uh, storied coach. And, uh, you know, he's always got a game plan set, and I look for him to have a good game against Prattville as well. Staying in 7A now, Region 2, Central Phoenix City 4-0, going to Enterprise to play another 4-0 team in Enterprise. Uh, best game in Region 2 by far, Patrick Nix against Rick Darlington. Yeah, Patrick Nix is one of those that last year obviously had success with his son at Pinson, but he came to Central. He lost to Ufala early in the season, wasn't. Uh, quite as good as we maybe would have thought he would have been going over and taking a program uh, that Jamie DuBose had built up to be a Super 7 contender, played two years in a row, beat Thompson, then lost to Thompson last year. Auburn comes in, they kind of take over. Well, now Auburn has a new coach, um, still a good coach, trading out Adam Weingarten for Keith Etheridge. But, you know, Patrick Nix is sitting 4-0. This is where he needs to be. He's got to beat Enterprise, who 
you know, I, I guess I'd say I'm surprised they're 4-0. They're just not quite the same caliber team that Central and Auburn are necessarily, who have been the top two teams, and of course Prattville as well in that region. But Central gets this win. They set them up, up for a, set themselves up for a good uh, matchup against Auburn for a region title. All right, we're going to stay with Region 3 now. We're going to talk about the battle for the worst team, in my opinion, and then we're going to highlight the two big games. But Vestavia 0-4, Tuscaloosa 1-3, Tuscaloosa County, I should say. I think it's the battle for the worst team in Region 3. I hate to say it that way, but Sean, Sean Calhoun needs a win. Adam Weingarten has got that team turned around. This is just going to be an interesting game to see who wins it. Yeah, you talk about uh, you know when Thompson and Hoover play, oh, man, it's the two best teams that should be even and should be good. You're probably right. We talk about the teams at the bottom, it should, you know, in theory, be the same way. Look, I don't think either one of these teams – should be looked down on necessarily. You have a really good coach in Adam Weingarten. We know what he can do. He just played Thompson and had a chance to win a state championship, had a field goal knock on in at the last second. But, you know, everybody expected Auburn to win that game at a certain point and could have potentially had a, a championship. For Sean Calhoun, he's a, a rush probes protege, coach under him for a little while over in Georgia, was a head coach for, I think, five years, had a pretty good record uh, over there as well. So you're expecting big things from him. But for both these guys, they're taking over programs that are just kind of lost, I don't say lost in the past necessarily, because County used to be a pretty good football program. Obviously, Vestavia under Buddy Anderson was a really good football program, but County needs to find their way because they have not found it in 7A Region 3. Vestavia played, you know, Buddy Anderson style of football for 40-plus years, and it was just old. And that's not to say it was bad. They would have success. It's just not current football. And he's having to completely change everything. He's having to change their look. He's having, you know, on the, on the field with their jerseys. He's having to change the look of the offense, the defense, bring a whole new coaching staff in. So is it potentially the worst two teams in Region 3? Yeah. I probably would throw Spain Park in that category too. They still got to play both these two teams. But, um, you know, I, I think this is a game to really show us now that they're not playing top competition Counties had to play Hewitt, Trustville, and Thompson. Uh, Vestavia's had to play Oak Mountain and Hoover. I mean, those are the, the four teams we're about to talk about that are going to make the playoffs most likely. They need good equal competition. I'm very interested to see who wins this because I'm not going to lean either either direction in this game. It's hard for me to pick a team uh, in, in this game. But you know what? It, it's hard for me to pick a team in some of the bigger games we have coming up as well. Obviously, we're biased with Thompson, but the Hoover-Oak Mountain game, it's hard for me to pick Hoover in that game. Really? Oak Mountain last year in the playoffs gave it to them. It was 24-21 was the last time they met in the second round of the playoffs. With the way Hoover struggled against Gaston City and with the way Oak Mountain can play and be a playoff team, if Oak Mountain were to beat Hoover, I wouldn't say, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe that happened. Now, I probably will pick Hoover, but overall I really like what Oak Mountain's doing. I know know they have uh, coaching changes there as well, but they've been a really solid team. It wouldn't shock me the game is at Oak Mountain if they were able to pull it off. Yeah, I kind of – When I said really, then I got to thinking, you know, I hadn't really thought about this game, but you're right. I wouldn't be shocked if Oak Mountain beat Hoover. I won't be shocked if Hoover beats Oak Mountain either. That'd be one of those games if I was a betting man, I'd just stay away from because, uh, you know, I I look for that even, uh, that that game to be, you know, even as far as a point spread is. I'll I'll say this. We're not, you don't bet in high school football necessarily. That's not something we do. But if you had set the the line at Hoover minus seven, I might would take Oak Mountain there. Ah, It's interesting. All right, let's talk about the biggest game in the state. It's going to be televised, folks, on uh, Channel 68 in Birmingham. Of course, I, John, I saw an article. I have not had a chance to read it, but a guy called me, and the, several people have sent it to me. I just hadn't slowed down enough to read it. But 
It was an article written by our friend Ben Thomas down in Mobile about this game, previewing this game. I understand he talked about us in the article about how you can watch it in Birmingham on my 68, but you can also hear the best guys, which are you and I, I assume, is what he said. Well, that's what he said on the Warrior Nation Network. So if you want to listen or watch this game, folks, you can do it at warriornationnetwork.org. John and I will be bringing you that game. But now Hewitt Trussell coming in 4-0, Thompson 4-0, number one versus number three. All that hype. Hewitt Trussell has wins over Pinson Valley, Sarah Land, Spanish Fort in Tuscaloosa County. Thompson, of course, with Spain Park, Spark, uh, Sparkman, Oxford in Tuscaloosa County. Neither team has been challenged this year. That's an interesting thing. So they both coming in with blow-away records, blow-away games, and it's going to be a war. I, I would only disagree with the, the challenge aspect for Hewitt Trussville because Pinson Valley is a playoff team. Sarah Lynn, should be a playoff team. They've kind of struggled this season. But they did struggle against Spain Park. That's really the one time they've been challenged. It should not have been a challenge. We saw Spain Park last week, 49-3, to uh, you know, big win for Thompson. Not quite as big a win for Hewitt. They eventually pulled away and won that game, but it was very close early on. They've had that adversity, but the problem is they shouldn't have had that adversity. That should have been a good game for them, a good win for them, and they should be sitting at an easy 4-0. It hasn't been quite as easy as it has been for Thompson. You know, Thompson, Spartman, they're a, you know, they were a playoff team last year in 7A Region 4. Oxford's a state champ, you know, a couple years removed from a state championship. But, you know, the, the game, wins have been easy enough for all of them so far. Uh, what I'm looking forward to seeing this is Josh Floyd's offense. It's something we've kept an eye on from the minute he stepped foot at Hewitt Trustville after coming, uh, you know, a guy that worked with Gus Malzahn, um, you know, back in the day, back in Arkansas. And uh, I'm always interested to see how that offense operates. We saw how it was with a player like Paul Tyson, who's now the second-string quarterback in Tuscaloosa. We saw how it was with Armani Goodwin, uh, you know, who was a running back who I thought was going to be a shoe-in for Mr. Football last year. Um, you know, he's had some ups and downs in his career in, in high school. So you know, who's that next-generation player? You know, who's that next guy that's going to step up for Hewitt? and really, really be a solid player on the defensive side. You don't think about Hewitt and defense, but Malachi Moore has been one of the best uh, defensive backs in, in the entire country, so, um, you know, for playing for Alabama. So I'll be very interested to see how Hewitt Trustville looks. This is their first real test, but it is for Thompson, too. Everybody has made jokes about Thompson. You know, boy, it must be boring calling those games. It's actually great calling those games, um, especially when you're on the winning side of it. You know, the on the losing side of those blowouts, maybe not so much. Right. But I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm lo- looking forward to Hoover Oak Mountain to kind of set the stage there. But Hewitt's kind of that number three team. Thompson's looked at as a number one team competing with Hoover. This is Hewitt's chance. If they don't look good in this game, then I'll be very interested to see, are they even going to compete against Oak Mountain for that fourth spot? But Thompson, I like Thompson in this game. I know I'm biased in this one, but I really like the way Thompson's looked so far this season. You know, you mentioned Paul Tyson being the backup at Alabama. Sawyer Pate, who played against him for the last couple of years, is the backup at Auburn, too. So, you know, you got a lot of players in college, in state, playing off of these two teams, and a lot of them, of course, going on to uh, bigger and better things as a lot of recruits come out of both of these schools. So, We'll just have to – we're going to call it. We're going to call it, uh, you know, try to give you a good picture of what's going on on the field. But I, too, am, of course, very prejudiced, and I picked the Warriors, too. Uh, I'm going to say, John, I'm going to go out on a limb that most people would never say in this game. I'm going to say that Thompson handles Hewitt Trussell with ease. We'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm always curious. I like to kind of go from a statistic standpoint and say, what would this line be? If there was a line on this game, you know, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, I'm leaning in the direction of something like a 35-10 for Thompson in this game. Um, you know, 25 points, I guess, is handling them. 
Um, not quite as many points on the board because you're playing a much better defense, but should be a good one. Nonetheless, Thompson and Hewitt Trustville, uh, the game of the week across the state, but Hoover Oak Mountain should be a good one too. All four of those teams ranked, all four of those teams 4-0, all four of those teams 2-0 in region play, and probably your four teams from 7A Region 3. I'll get with Mark Freeman this next week. Folks, we'll bring you an interview with what he says after this game because I'm going to interview him after the game on Friday night. So stay tuned next week to hear what he says about this this game this week. Yeah, you'll hear that and all our breakdowns of that game, the Hoover Road Mountain game, all the games going on across the state, every classification. We'll break down all the big scores and preview all the non-region games and a lot of teams will be off as well next week right here on Next Round Preps.